last time on the Savage Bear Podcast. I can't believe it. Chuckles is dead. Half a lifetime of living in my head and now no longer. But I don't feel any different. I thought that this would be somewhat more satisfying. What to do now? I suppose we ought to check out what's in this tunnel that Yuri found. Savage Bear Podcast. How's everyone doing? <laughs> How's everyone doing? Good. I can't. I can't do this without the intro music. Uh, what do you mean? Did you not hear it? Oh, did you not get that? Did you not have the intro? Yeah, it already gone. Do we We've got it? the smooth jazz oh, playing. It's already happened. It's too late. Smooth jazz. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. Right, we've got to put up that screen where it's like technical errors and it's like a monkey attacking someone. Yeah, for these. Yeah. Do you want me to do it for <laughs> you again? All right. No, it's fine. All right. I'll replay the jazz. I'll survive. I'm just gonna feel off whole episode. All right, cool. Oh, you missed perfect. the intro. How's everyone doing? <laughs> Still good. <laughs> Still good. <laughs> Couple of technical issues, but I mean, suppose that's what occurs when we're doing it remote. A little, a part of me obviously wants to do D&D and Pathfinder and whatever in person again, but I'm worried that I'm not going to have the safety of three screens and all this information if I ever run something again. Does anyone get that feeling? Yep. That's a vibe. It's like I can just quickly Google something while someone's saying something because I've just forgotten it. Whereas in person, I feel like yep. that's inappropriate. Uh, that's when you just have a have the laptop just sitting off to the side, just tap away with one hand while they're talking at you. Hmm. You just need to learn how to touch type. Man, I can barely form so sentences. Do, do you think I don't need to look at the <laughs> keyboard when I'm typing? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I, it's it's totally uh, fine. I'm I, I realize that. That's funny. But writing <laughs> notes is making me better at being descriptive. It's good. I'm liking it. That's I'm good. growing these that skills. Is good. Do you know what skills yeah, we nice. also need to discuss? Last week's skills what? of bloody killing those boys. Yeah, it wasn't as good this time, Adam. I'm sorry. I'm trying. No, right? no, it was okay. Good attempt, but... good attempt. Good attempt. The straws are getting smaller and smaller. I am desperately trying to grab them. <laughs> what do we have? Music for the 26th century. We're living in the past two decades. There we go. Like half decades. So my description of last episode starts with combat. Javier, Kale, and Yuri versus NPC 1 and 2, Jellico and Chuckles. It's brutal. It's very brutal. Javier is quickly disarmed and knocked down to a single hit point. Yuri battles it out with Jellico, and Kale blasts shots out from the darkness. Javier disengages, leaving his weapon behind, and Yuri violently removes the life from Jellico. He moves over towards Javier, healing his heavy wounds while Kale disrupts the room, creating a fart bomb, forcing the party to split. From the south, Chuckles forces uh, comes out of the fog, dry heaving, trying to force himself to throw up. Javier darts forwards, trying to find a hole in his armor, but he cannot. He is too quick and can't land a hit. Uri finishes off one of the bruises while the last one comes out of the fog next to Kale, but is unable to see him, but does throw up on his shoes. Javier, realizing that he cannot defeat his old friend, moves out of combat, allowing Yuri to come through and bring heavy hit after heavy hit against him, bringing Chuckles down to the ground. Kale is shoved out of the way by the bruiser, who becomes aware that Kale oh, becomes aware of Kale after he sends bolts of fire across the room, and Kale pursues. 
Javier moves forwards towards Chuckles, planting a knife into his throat, ending his life. They suddenly realize that the tesk in the back of the room has been pushed against the wall, revealing a hidden entrance to a pathway leading down beneath the city. Kale catches up with his quarry upstairs, attempting to stop him from leaving. Javier and Yuri race upstairs to assist Kale and get there just in time to witness the bruiser knock Kale to the floor before fleeing into the night. Uri tries to throw his dagger at him but misses and shouts for Javier to pursue him while he tends to Kale's wounds. Uh, Javier darts towards the dagger that Yuri threw, picking it up and plunging it into the back of the neck of the bruiser before anyone notices as far as he's aware. So that's where we'll start. We'll start. Javier, you are on top of this guy. After jumping your full weight on top of him, planting this blade in the back of his throat, him thudding onto the ground. You can hear the last gargling <coughs> as his life ceases to be. I'm sorry, but I hope you understand. I do, it's fine. <laughs> sorry. Um, how close <laughs> are we to the, the fountain? Literally, like, just uh, past it. Okay, I'm going to... If I've got the strength to grab this guy and try and uh, chuck him in the fountain. Nah. I was going to say, Yuri would have been coming up by then. And he's going to <laughs> see Javier lifting him. He's like, uh, Javier, let's take him back into the shop. So yeah, so Uri, you come out of the shop and you see... It's easy. You don't, you're don't. you not like badly on strength. Like You still have the strength to stand. You didn't go down. You didn't get knocked out. You were just brought to very low... Um, you managed to pick him up, like put, like throw his legs into the um, fountain, and you can hear. I'm not trying to put him in the fountain. No, yeah. I'm trying to take him. No, into no, the no. Shop. I'm saying this is what Javier's doing. So he throws oh, his yeah, legs, yeah, and then so, yeah. Yuri, you come out, and you you start calling to him. Yuri's like, "Don't, don't put him in there. Don't, put, don't put me in there." There's, there's yeah. no water bring, in the fountain bring him this way. as well. You remember, it's a dry fountain. Yeah, I was just trying to hide the body. Yep. That's right. But while there's no one there, Uri, yeah, Uri's gonna like run across and grab the body with Javier and just to, like get him to drag it into the shop while they're doing it he's like uh, we'll, 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 we'll get Kale to, to clean up the blood I think I think he can do that okay with both of you you're very it's very easy for you to drag him inside the into the wooden toy shop you close the door behind you and Uri's gonna just ask uh, Kale uh, can you uh, I know you look a little bit worse for wear but can you sort out the blood that's out there and just we just trying to cover it up you know and then get back in here oh, I can't I'm gonna need 10 minutes yeah well I spec'd for combat today <laughs> it's alright well, he's gonna sit down with his, he's gonna get his spell book out and start like flip madly yeah. flicking through pages so press the digitation press the digitation press the digitation oh, fuck where is it? is it fuck you land on a page that has like the colour spectrum on it uh, and like different cleaning materials that have been just turned to Latin, uh, names that have been turned to Latin it's all like, everything you need to press digitation <laughs> You start memorizing him. Oh, Glen Twentieth. Gleneth Tenterieth. Yeah, and then I think Uriel and Javier will take the guy downstairs and then maybe put them inside behind this wall, like along the along the wall, like behind the desk. Alright. Yeah. And yeah, move them along. So yeah, so you pick up the bruises, you throw them inside, you move over towards Jellico, look at all the parts of his brain and skull. And even like facial features, his orange hair just like literally still attached as one thing, just kind of sitting there. <laughs> yeah, he'll move him, not with any respect or anything. Just drag the body over and plop him in. Hopefully, Javier. Oh, sorry. Hopefully, Kale can can magic all of this gore away. Javier, you move past your rapier just lying on the floor. Um, I 
I'm going to pointedly ignore it. Okay. And I'll head over to the other rapier on the ground by Chuckles' body. You look down at this weapon. It is very familiar to you. This rapier, you pick it up. A long-lost item of your past, which you thought was forgotten and lost when you took that crossbow bolt to the chest. You turn it over, you look at the bottom of the handle, and you can still see your name written there, James. You know that this is... Well, you know this is a plus one fearsome rapier. So when you critically hit with this weapon, the target becomes frightened, one. Which is what happened to you when you got hit with that crit. Yeah. Cool. Alright, I think I've done that properly. Plus one fearsome rapier. Yep. You also, your eyes pass over his um, axe. His boarding axe, which you know is an axe that can aid in climbing and is very useful for clearing obstacles such as fallen rigging. And that'll take I'll you back to... pick it up purely out of convenience, but I don't know if I really want it. Okay. What is everyone else doing? Kale, you... Probably after, by the time they get all their bodies inside, you have now revisited your spells for the day. Nah. Yeah, he's gonna just gonna walk outside and press digi- digitate the blood away. There's a point us finger at the ground and make mm. like a steam cleaner. <laughs> he's just gonna move his way along the trail of blood and over to the door. He's gonna like look around one last time and close it. Yeah, you don't spot anyone on the street. All that you hear while you're out there is just like people working through the night. Iri would have just been spending the time healing, so I'm just gonna roll that while you guys do. Yeah, I. I don't even don't even bother he, uh, rolling it. Um, if you spend like an hour or two here, you can get everyone back up to full. I'm your healing power is massive. You're able to patch up everyone's wounds. We don't have to worry about that. I was just wondering if we well, let's see if like at only like the ten minutes or so. Well, if you're only going to spend ten minutes, you can only do it to one person. One person. Yeah. yeah. So if you realist, that's why I said give yourself an hour. If you want to get everyone up, kind of thing. Anyway, doesn't matter. You do it in the background. Okay. Do it in the background. It's okay. Yep, oh, sorry. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. Um, is the door lockable? Bar? Uh, yes. You see that there's one of those like little things that you turn, and it will then put a bolt through the door. So yes, mm. you can bolt lock yeah, it. You could do that. And then if there's a chair, he's going to put that under the door handle as well. It's- yep. You can even see the sign that may have that on one side says open. So you flip it over to the closed. <laughs> yeah. And then he's going to go downstairs. Oh, I think that went pretty well. I think that went fucking terribly. Well, <clears throat> Jellico's dead, so. You know, A plus in my book, or whatever they say. That old expression. That old biscuit. Yeah, that one, whatever. That old chestnut, was it? Chestnut, that's the one, one. chestnut. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what to feel about uh, the the chuckles thing here, but at least I think Fidget and the circus isn't going to be under threat anymore. I don't know what killing Mr. Bounce Bounce is going to really do, but hopefully no one notices. Well, Dashlight's going to notice, but, you know, who's going to point a finger at us? No one saw it, right? Mm, that's it. So, true, I'm a little bit jealous. You two get this whole, uh, you know, backstory, back history, cathartic killing thing, and all I got was a club to the back of the head. Ooh! Does Bounce Bounce, Bounce have, like, a red nose? You know, like, a, uh, like the... No, he had it, he had it, he nose. had it. Uh, painted, uh, but you mm. can keep a scalp. 
I think that's pretty no, much No, he's going to get his cleaver and he's going to slash <laughs> his nose off. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm just going to say, yeah, sure. It's like his face sure. is like the one side of his head is like to one side and just happens to have the clean part of his nose on it. And yeah, you mm. managed to cut off the end of his nose and keep it. Neat. He pockets it. Yep. It's still like, as you, as you put it away, you realize there's like white powder on your nose. <laughs> on your fingers, sorry. Not on your nose. <laughs> well, how what? Oh, what's in there? He's going to notice the top Yeah, you've un- you he haven't seen, yeah, you've- seen yet. Yeah. Um, not entirely sure we... Only really uncovered it. We think that's the entrance. You know how they said there was a catacomb of tunnels around here? Ah. Yes, that's what the fellows at the bar were talking about then. Mm. Yes. Yeah, basically. So I was thinking, do we, like, well, keep on going or. Well, I don't know. I mean, surely these four were in league with others. They'll probably come. Maybe tonight, who knows? And we'll lose the trail of whatever's happening here. So we don't go exploring, then we get out of here, is what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is if we don't go exploring, then maybe we'll never get the chance. Oh, right, right, right. Well, I mean, maybe just if you fellas peek? feel like... Yeah, well, I was going to say, if you feel up to continuing... I mean, there's no time like the present, is there? Not really. Um, And there is just... All right. Catching up everyone in the meantime, mm. so... Do we have an idea of what uh, bearing the tunnel heads after it turns to the left? Um, no. No one has ventured that far down. Uh, if you were to move... But like, down, like we know a direction at, like, points. The cardinal direction, that, yeah. Um, yeah. It points south. So as you enter, you're entering... Um, oh, I've got to do this thing. All right. So as you enter, you look east... You turn left, and it ends up south. If that is not correct... West, and then turn left. To thank south. you. Thank you. I was imagining it in my head, but I was also, like, trying to think with the map as well. But, yes, no. So you're, you you enter west, and it descends <laughs> south, um, but it looks like it's a pretty sheer climb. But you have not gotten that close yet. If oh, that it's a sense. climb. So it's like a climb down. So it's like descent. It's a descent, descent, not a climb. Sorry, yeah. a descent. It's pretty oh, okay. steep. Hmm. Looks like it heads towards the harbor, maybe. I mean, that doesn't surprise me, based on Chuckle's history. But the question does remain: What were they doing here? Hmm. Like, what were Bounce, Bounce, and Chuckles doing in cahoots? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I suspect that the Celestial Menagerie is involved, but do no. we know the full extent of it? We know they're pricks. So if Chuckles was a prick well, as well, uh, you know, tend to hang out in pairs or whatever. But if this has anything to do with the Batman attacking us at the camp, I mean, can you really imagine that the whole Celestial Menagerie is not in on it? I mean, can you imagine there being a more more radical faction going beyond the scope of... I hope they're not all in on it, basically, because, like... When I was there, I wasn't in on there, all their shit that I was doing. I was a prisoner. Well, that, that's not... I, I guess what I mean is... Do you think this is beyond the scope of Dusklight herself? Well, like, it's it's a, a couple of them all trying to fuck with us kind of thing. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have put it past, you know, Volcano to try and fuck us over. And, like, again, I, I, I wouldn't put it past Dusklight to seek revenge on us for, you know, or at least tell people to start 
killing her favourite clown. No, well, for us leaving in the first place, really, is what I was thinking. Like, wouldn't take it too kindly to Miron or all of us that left. Maybe that's the root of all this. She's just, like, some personal slight against her because we didn't like her or decided to take up our own show. Hmm. I don't know. We can take a peek down the tunnel. Hmm. If we get the hint of anything too dangerous, we can turn back. Yeah, I think so. Yes, I I, I do feel the need to apologise to the two of what you. What for? I, uh, I rushed rather brazenly into that fight. And I'm sure if you didn't, Yuri would have le- leapt over you to get to Jellicoe, so... I was thinking about it, but I did promise you guys I'd be the level-headed one on this venture, so didn't really work out. <laughs> Thank you for saving me once again, Yuri. Don't mention it, mate. He's going to clap Javier on the shoulder and he's like, plus, we need to get that pirate story you promised us. All in good time. All right. Who's going first down this tunnel way? Is it like a slide steep or? No, 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 no. We're talking. So as you get closer <laughs> and have a look, you can see that one, it gets incredibly dark in there. Um, the lantern inside the room currently, you can take that if you wish. It is like on a hook kind of thing and as you get close you realize that there are steps that lead down very tall steep steps so going down you may have to hold onto the wall a little bit it's very cramped it's probably only about eight feet tall wide wise it i mean it varies but it looks like it's been like a hack that taken out of like dirt and like natural stone kind of walkway but the ground the the steps themselves are rough cut stairs so they're actually rough cut stairs have been carved down heading down Alright, I think Uri might go first, but before we go, before we go, just add some HP to your guys' pools, because Uri would have been wrapping bandages and stuff while we were talking. Yep, how much? How long would you have waited for? Yeah, um, what do you guys reckon? Um, well, I would have waited long enough for you to at least patch me up once. So that'd be ten? How long that takes? Ten minutes for that one. Ten minutes, yeah, so you can take 22 HP. Kale? Cool. Do you need much healing? Um, yeah, he's at like half. Oh, actually, no, he'll just uh, pop and he's gonna chug some of his potions. Alex's, rather. Whoa, that's not good. Devin. Uh, yeah, he's still, he's still a bit hurt. Well, you can take an additional. Oh, that's not a great roll. Uh, 18. Oh, that puts him on full health. Hey, all right. All right, so that would have been uh, like half an hour. So as you step into this hallway, I want everyone to um, do a perception check, please. Certainly. All right, give me give me those spicy boy rolls, please. 21. 21. 28. 19. Yeah. How about you? How about you? How about you? Perception. Right, everyone hears the sounds of chains clanking slightly echoing up the staircase as you come around the corner. Does anyone take that lantern, by the way? So I know who to give the light. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take it, because I've just got the one-handed rapier. Okay. So you guys start travelling down the stair set. It winds, like, left and right. It changes direct- 
direction but almost kind of folds back and it's like very claustrophobic like it's literally like an arch over you which your head's like Uri's probably struggling quite a bit and Javier and Kale oh he's like hunched over you're hunched over as usual Uh, Kale and Javier you're every now and again like you have to like move your body through like it's very cramped getting through here it's almost squeezing but you still have enough room like if you were to get into a fight kind of thing it's like feels in part squeezing you start heading down and down and down occasionally you do still pick up on that rattle of what sounds like chains every now and again metal chains moving until it starts leveling out you probably guess that you've probably been gone down maybe a hundred feet and it opens up so the staircase leading down the tunnel starts to level out and lead you into a cavern above and around you see raw rock Water drips from stalactites from the roof, leaving small puddles of water on the ground. Ground itself is not rock, in fact, it's carved dirt-white cobblestone bricks that have been laid out to form a floor. But the most interesting thing about this cabin is directly in front of you. Far beneath this restless city lies a monument to the past. Sturdy doors of reinforced ebony guard the entrance of an impressive building constructed of gleaming white stone. One of the doors is slightly ajar. White stone pillars support the cabin's ceiling above. Broken stained glass windows along along these walls peer like sightless eyes. The remains of the glass shattered and reflect the lantern light. I'm going to throw up a picture. There's a symbol above the door which you all recognize, the Eye of Absalom, the symbol of Aradin. That's a cool picture, by the way. It's a very cool picture. There are no, the picture, I'll again, throw this up for social media. I will put this one up as our story for the day. Um, There are no trees, sadly. There is no light coming down from above, but that's what it looks like. Well, what do you suppose that this is doing here? Gorham knows, mate. Doesn't really seem like the place for it. Uri's just going to wander slowly forwards, trying to probably look around, see... You said we heard the sound of chains, didn't you? Yeah, give me another perception check. I would like to, thank you. We're 22. Ooh, very nice. You hear the chains coming from in front of you. Either side of the door, you see these curling pillars... The sound of these chains are coming from behind each of these pillars, and you can hear a heavy breathing. As if something may be asleep or resting behind them. He's going to look back at the uh, the other two. He's like, Do you eat it? I'll just shrug at him. Right, I would like to creep forwards, if I may. Give me one of those spicy uh, stealth checks. Stealth checks, please. Yeah, it is pretty spicy. What's my stealth again? Uh, 27. All right. 27 total. Where are you sneaking? Uh, up around the north side here. Yeah, so you creep up around that. And I'm going to share a picture of what you see. Ooh. Shackled to a wall, you see a eight-foot-long lizard with eight legs and a massive, dangerous-looking maw. Its eyes are shut, but you can see there is a glow of of green underneath them. 
their spine sticks out, juts out like raw bone almost, red in colour. It's flesh almost the same as the dirty white flooring. You could only just see it. if you, um, you could only just be able to see it if it wasn't for the sound it was making of it breathing. And it has a collar on with a long chain attached to it. And as soon as he sees it, it just freezes. He's like, make sure it's still asleep. It is still sleeping. Anything about the chamber that it's in? No, nothing. You see that it's probably lived there reasonably well. It just seems like somewhere sheltered it goes. You can start to see when you come around the corner, you start seeing droppings. You start seeing maybe bones and stuff. Um, and th- you also spot through the broken window you're approaching, the middle one. You can see lights, torch lights inside. So where was this basilisk? Was it in this down there to the south, tucked in behind that. Because you've stepped so close now. Your nostrils are filled with a very familiar stench. An all too familiar stench. Stench of reptilian B.O. and rotten fish. Mm. Need me to roll a particular No, not yet. No, alright. No saves at the moment. I think he's just gonna, yeah, just fight back the 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 bile rising, and then cautiously sneak back to the other two and just relay in a in a quiet whisper what he's what he's seen and kind of what he think thinks it, it is maybe. It's, it's chained like around the around the behind the pillar. It's like a what is it a a, a zulka? No, no, it's like uh, I mean. It's like a big lizard snake's eyes like are glowing through its lids. Like a green glow and it's got like a big spiny back thing. It's some kind of demented Zulga. Does anyone have knowledge nature? I am trained in nature. But knowledge... I am also trained. Uh, law, nature, no. law. Nature, law. Can you get nature, law? No. I think you can get nature law. Tell you what, everyone with a nature roll, roll me. I'm an expert in nature. I don't have nature law. Well, I think that you could possibly definitely roll on this then, as an expert in nature. 26. Yeah, you know exactly what this creature is. You know that it's a basilisk. You know that these creatures... I'll give you this bit of fun stuff. Their eyes glow green, because if they stare at someone long enough, they will turn to stone. Nope. Fuck this. Let's go back to the circus. What? What is it? No, it's a fucking meanie lizard basilisk. Turn you to stone. We've already... Let's... Come on, it's too... It's late. We've done enough killing tonight. It's not like... It's not like this place is going anywhere. Yeah, it's you can't true. just not let it bite us, like... No, you can't... Don't even fucking look at it. Don't look at it. Am, am I gonna turn to stone? I looked at it. I saw it. Yeah, don't... <laughs> oh, Fuck. Don't move, Yuri. Hey. I can't, no, no, I can't, Yuri, don't move. Do do move, so we know that you're not stone. And Yuri's like <laughs> moving his like elbow, and I'm. Oh no, that's just battle weariness. I thought oh, my my joints were seizing right. up. <sighs> it's not tingling no, or anything. No, oh, no, go on. No, no. Okay, we're okay. We're okay. All right. No, we're good. No, just don't look it in the eyes. Right, right, right. Okay, well, give me an alchemical check. Uh crafting. The craft yeah. alchemical? Have you got that? Or is it... Just craft... Everything falls under one Okay, category. just go craft just it. Crafting, go yeah. craft. 
Uh, natural one for 12. You know that there's something important about this creature that you remember from your studies. You can't quite remember. It's on the tip of your tongue. You can't think of it in this moment, but there is something about this creature that makes you go, oh, oh, I mean, fuck. Like, you know, like, it's, it's, it's like mm. it's something on the tip of your tongue. You can't quite get it out. Ah, 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 bird. Are you okay? Did did you look into its eyes? Zero. No. Ah. No, sorry, it's gone. Look, I just I don't think I don't think we need to be here. If you saw a basilisk and you can if you could smell eel men. Yeah. Uh Yeah. That, it's not like they're gonna leave. We could come back tomorrow. I think if we if we do leave, we gotta wall up that that brick again and put the table and and make make it look like. No one was in there, kind of thing. Hmm. Maybe we... Hmm. I'm not saying we don't do it. We wall up the bodies behind the bricks? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. we already did that. So okay. the bodies have all been moved over into yeah. the passageway before you guys descended. Yes, let's let's do that. And we've got... Uh, my, my question here is, why would there be such a dangerous creature in here if it were so frequently passaged by the less desirables of the city. Who the fuck knows, mate, but we'll find out later. Well, yes, that's my question. We've got a, we got a couple of shows to put on, right? <sighs> yes, I suppose so. Let's go back, consolidate ourselves, do these shows, maybe think about coming back. Yeah. I mean, I, I really don't feel like we have to come back. I don't feel like this is our problem. You you two got your catharsis, your revenge, your vengeance, your sweet, uh, uh, you know, and this, we can just pretend we didn't see this. Hmm. Oh, we don't have to, maybe those arid and wackos upstairs, they might like to know about this. Maybe they do know about this. Maybe it's a conspiracy. I was thinking maybe we, we, yeah, we do, like, talk to someone about that, like, Maybe, again, it's like more information for the payment of the whatever, like, uh, for more spells so we can try and fix Tahala mm, and yes. Greg. Maybe, yes, come back. We'll ask them about it. Maybe we can come back more uh, informed yeah. Yeah. on what this is. All right, let's get the fuck out of here before that thing wakes up. Here he's going to start pushing everyone back up the stairs. You shove and push Kale and Javier, who desperately want to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, 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 you take the lead, start heading up the stairs. Um, right, just out. the shoving to see who can get yeah, up yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's desperately fighting. The lantern gets dropped. You guys can't escape. You burn up in fire. End of the campaign. Well, thank you for listening to Savage Bear Podcast. The circus falls into ruin and everyone doesn't have a job and they all beg on the streets of Escadar in the puddles. Um, no. You head up the stairs and get to bodies lying there kind of slumped over each other there's like a small handful of what remains of Jellico's face just kind of tucked up next to him um you guys put these bricks back together uh stack them up you get it to a point that most of like you there's only a few kind of cascades of light from the lantern that you have there shining in you precipitate all the ground get rid of all the items i presume you pick up the weapons have a yeah do you keep your rapier do you leave it uh i'll take it for just for the sake of cleaning up the area mm. you've got jellico's bowling pin do you throw that in there with him oh, the no, i've got pin. my um 
Shit. My <laughs> bag of holding that I just got clipped on his on my waist, so I'll throw it in there. Mm. Any spare items and stuff. It's a plus one mace, by mm. the way. Mm. Jellico's bowling pin is a plus one. Um, did did Jellico wear a wig? Uh, no, just it's just a scalp. Wacky. So if yeah. you want to keep the scalp. Oh no, no, that's you sure? a bit dark. Nah. I mean, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a, a wig. Greg. Oh my god, that's morbid. That's disgusting. Okay, I'll leave that there. I'll put that back there. Um, <laughs> you collect up the items. You go through their pockets as well because you're all thieving adventurers. Yep. Uh, you find uh, seven gold pieces on them collectively. Uh, divvy that how you will. Do what you want with it. Seven gold pieces. Um, and yeah, you head upstairs, unlock the door, head out into the street. You still don't see that. Ah, um, Chuckles' body is his boatswain whistle. Um, do you do what is it? What is it made from? It's just made out of it, it's it's embroidered. It's 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 like a beautiful steel looking. It's steel, is it? Okay. Well, not st- embroidered steel or iron steel. Steel. Let's say steel. That sounds cool. Steel. Yeah, and it's yeah, like um, like stamped. Yeah, with embroidery and stuff. Yeah, it's it, it's very beautiful. Clearly, he probably didn't pay for it. Um, you probably guess. Um, it's not one you recognize either, but it's on like a... It's not, okay. It's not one from that you recognized him using. Okay. And yeah, so it's on like a thread around his neck. All right, I'll, I'll take it as a trophy. Mm. And you guys move up to the first floor. You've probably been in here now for like maybe an hour almost. I think with everything going down the stairs, coming up, moving the bodies, all that stuff. 2 a.m. kind of thing. It's 2 a.m. You guys look out of the windows. The guards still aren't back. And you open up the door, close it. You, what do you do? Do you head back? Mm, can we lock the door again? Um, yeah, be, they, one of them has a key. Yeah, you're able to lock it and you pocket the key. Nice. Sorry. And you start heading your way back through the city. Obviously, you if, we, um, yep. if we come across anyone like uh, guard looking, mm. uh, I'll just, uh, I'd like to... Lean on Yuri and pretend to be drunk. Okay. Fair enough. That'll be my cover. Yeah. You do see, like, once you get out of the woodwork, like, you do see a couple of guard patrols. You do have to, like, pretend to lean on him and stuff like that. But, you, I mean, you don't get any curious glances, if that makes sense. You don't have, you don't, like, people aren't, like, staring at you or watching you or anything like that. It's just, like, guards, like, observing you going, all right, he's drunk, walking past. And, yeah, you head out of the gates and head towards the circus. You start heading back towards the dirt track. You don't see anyone outside of these walls. Do you go through the puddles or the northern gate? I'll get back to the map for you, actually, in fact. Whichever way Drunken Javier leads. Where does Drunken Javier lead? Yeah, they have people inspecting... uh, At least people coming in through the northern gate, so I I imagine we'd go through the puddles. Well, the puddles, they do do the same thing as well. Uh, But as you're leaving, like, no one's coming through. They just kind of give you a mortar... Very early for you. Only like singing you. like a dwarvish song that him and Bunny know. Like I'm just like quietly just, yeah. stumbling. Yeah. And, they go, and you see a couple of the the guards like cheers like over like near a campfire where they just seem to be. Chaos <laughs> 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 girl lean over Harvey. 
Arrest this man, he's just committed a murder. <laughs> <laughs> and you see one of murder them. Murder of good etiquette, that he murdered good etiquette. Uh, <laughs> you see they went for handcuffs and like, oh, no, you don't believe you, you bloody you. Go on, get out, go on, get back to where you belong <laughs> in the puddles. And keep on stumbling uh, through. Yep, you get through the puddles. Um, and yeah, more drunken crowds. Uh, quite a few people asleep on the street as you walk by, being a bit. Loud, a couple of people go, ah, 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 and shouting, and then, like, pull over, you know, blankets made out of <laughs> carrot, I don't know, <laughs> carrot shavings. He's just nibbling, nibbling on it at night. You see a child walking around, holding onto a firework. Um, <laughs> for warmth. <laughs> and you disappear off towards the Circus of Wayward Wonders. You was Kale to... there when the child got the firework? No, he wasn't, no. was he? Yeah, he's going to see it and he's going to be like, Good, good morning, mister. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look what I found. <laughs> I don't know how it works. He's like pointing it at his own face. He's like, I don't know how it works, but I got it as a gift from a friend. <laughs> just the woman with the peg leg comes to mind and he's just going to keep walking. It's like, <laughs> All right, you have a good one too. Yep, yep. All right, and he starts walking. He's like, oh, where will I sleep tonight? And he's like looking over everywhere, <laughs> looking around. God, I love being street urchins. All right, you keep heading off out of the city, out of the, uh, I say city, the puddles, um, head out of the area and start heading towards the circus of Wayward Wonders. You can see every now and again, like the torch lights from the patrol that happens. Um, and you get to the front entrance where you can see the same gentleman who was there when you guys left. Um maybe half asleep but as soon as he starts here foot footprints and he, he quickly grabs a pitchfork and he goes ah oh, it's just you guys good good day uh, i mean good evening hello oh morning yep yep, yep. Mo- morning yep yep all right and he just puts his cap back down closes his eyes and yeah you head into the circus obviously apart from the people strolling around you don't see anyone else out traveling around moving around uh everyone seems to be in their respective tents Having a good sleep. He's just gonna I think he's just gonna stumble to his tent and fall immediately to sleep. Everyone heads off. Have I a you head towards your wagon? You see that some of the animals are moving and rustling, and on your doorstep you see a sleeping Leandrus and a sleeping Alira. She's leaning up against your door. Not snoring, but she's just like asleep kind of like huddled up her knees like up to her chest and she's kind of like wrapped around and she's clearly just falling asleep all right i will take them both inside to my little uh bed and lay them both down and tuck them in she wakes up probably a little bit through into this process she's like oh, oh have i uh where, where did you where'd you go you're supposed to you're supposed to help me I'm sorry, child. I was... I was delayed. Hmm. Huh. Okay. She kind of she kind of looks a bit sad. Uh, a little bit upset. Um, can, can we talk in the morning? I... Yeah, yeah. I need your help. Yeah, sure. Um, she lets out like a big yawn. Just... <sighs> talk in the morning. <sighs> I let it to a real yawn. Um... And you just see her turn over, and as she moves, you see Leandris jumps up onto the 
bed next to her and just kind of like nuzzles in next to her and she just puts like a hand on the lion's back the lioness's back um and i'll go i'll go sleep under the wheels of the the wagon okay uri you get back and you are met by the familiar sounds of bunny snoring Mm. away Mm -hmm. in his tent as well as occasionally and then you walk over towards your tent and you hear the like the, the familiar sounds of like feet like scraping on the ground forgetting that Fidget is actually asleep in your tent at the moment and you'll just yeah like, oh no, didn't we get a tent for Fidget yeah yep. but she's asleep in oh. your tent we would just like see that he'll just lie down out the front and just go to sleep Kale, you disappear into your tent. You see the two big melons that you left on the bench are still there, just sitting there, reflecting the moonlight. <laughs> Remind me what the melons were. I forgot. Uh, when the guys came, when the guys came in uh, to say hi to you, you were just holding two big melons, and you just oh, went, "Oh, right. nice melons." <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's it. That's it. That's all it was. <laughs> they just weren't packed away. Yeah. You see. A- <laughs> You see a handful of dishes in, like, your... Whatever you have for a sink or, like, bench area. People just pack yeah. them in there after dinner. He's got to look at... He's got... They are nice melons. Mm. <laughs> you got to, you sl- fetched a good price for those melons, too. <laughs> he's going sl- to roll them out of the way. I thought you were going to slap them. Just <laughs> slap them. <laughs> yes. He's going to roll them out of the way. Yep. And then, like, sit down at the desk briefly. And then he's going to pull out some parchment. Mm. Answer me and can start penning a letter. Oh, it begins, dear Rufus. No, 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 that's terrible. He's gonna cross it out and he's like, Rufus, hello. <laughs> Rufus, he's gonna scribble it out again. <laughs> Rufus, you old scoundrel. Yes, that's one. And then he's gonna continue writing. So you sit there pondering. What are you writing about in particular? I don't need like sentences and stuff, but what is, what are you? Uh, he's just gonna say, thoughts going on i've gotten pretty good at doing magic killed some people with it mm. kind of went the wrong <laughs> kind of went the opposite direction on that one but yeah. uh got a cool flower <laughs> how's my i heard dad died what's the state of my castle did it burn down also if you can please send any advice on petrification and an <laughs> arcane method for managing it would be much appreciated. I'm going to keep studying. Never know. I might be able to teleport back and visit soon. Signed, Lord Kale Vestas. You look back at this letter that has maybe like a handful of scribble layouts. I'm not sure if you actually grabbed a new piece of parchment. You probably just left it there. You're like, oh, fuck it. He understands. Scribble out like the, the beginning, like two sentences, leave the other one, flip it over, finish it off. And, and as soon as you sign it, like Lord Kale Vestas. Like maybe... The reality of that maybe hits you a little bit. Not necessarily your father's death, not necessarily like the state of your estate, if that makes sense, but more like almost like a sense of responsibility, not necessarily the sense that I now have responsibility, but there's like, there's that, well, responsibility sitting there. It's like, this is something that I could potentially do something with. I could potentially rally allies. I could potentially find old bonds, trades, agreements with other kingdoms and rally them up and be a king. Like, and you sit there and you think about it just a little bit. Whether or not it's like, oh, God, I have to deal with that, or whether it's a, oh, God, I could. 
And you sit there lolling that over. Do you fold up this letter and... Yeah, he's going to fold up and wax seal it. And he's going to lean back in his chair and just like, look over his bed and he's like... <sighs> and as he wanders over to bed, tucks himself in, he starts pondering how he can ruin Mordain's performance on the weekend. <laughs> oh, no. And then roll it. <laughs> then roll over. And then he sleeps like a baby. Absolutely. <laughs> no issues. <laughs> Daytime comes through. Yuri, you're the first to wake. Being sleeping outside, you pretty much get up as the sun rises. You brush off the small bits of dew that have collected on your forehead. What do you do? Today, today is show day. It's a small show. It's a side show. But it's a show nonetheless. Mm. He's just going to... When the sun, like, less sunlight... Or dawn like dawn light, pre-dawn light starts hitting his eyelids, just like gonna Oh getting too old for this shit. <sighs> He'll get up, start just patrolling the camp, maybe see if the professor is awake at all to fill him in. You see him in a very large dressing gown. Clearly it wasn't... You recognise it as Miron's, mm, but it's mm. not... And he clearly doesn't fit it very well in his small frame, but he's, like, got it wrapped up and he's tucked it in and he's sitting outside in his usual spot, in his seat, having a cup of tea, looking out over towards the campsite. Muriel sidle on up. He might... Does he have a teapot out, or is it... Yeah, he has a teapot out. He might just walk up. He's like, uh, Morning, Professor. You got a, a spare... Cup. Morning. <laughs> Should you even ask? You know I've got a cup for you. <laughs> no, that was a silly question. He, um, he stands up and starts moving over towards um, his wagon. You hear him clamber up. You see him clamber up, and you hear a few like drawers being opened. And he comes out with a a cup, looks at you, goes back in, comes back with a mug, and sits it down and pours you a cup of tea. Thank, thanks for that. How did you uh, How did you travel last night? Don't give me dirty well, details. Are you all safe? Yes, yes, we all. It was a rough night, but we all got out of it alive and relatively unscathed. Um, I don't think uh, that trouble with Fidget and Javier's old friend will be troubling us anymore. Uh, Jellico Bounce Bounce will also be not necessarily much of an issue, but... He kind of gives you, like, a side eye, like a... What do you mean? Uh, he's... Was he... Well, it seems... As though... Javier's acquaintance, Mr. Chuckles, or whatever his name was... Was doing some kind of dealings with... The... The menagerie. Uh, I don't really know what, because... We got there and, well... Javier kind of, well, we did lose it, but the situation devolved quite quickly and we didn't have much time to discuss matters, as it were. Uh, but yes, we also, in the place that we performed this particular act, uh, we discovered some kind of, I don't really know, uh, Ruins. Uh, well, it wasn't really ruins. It was like the entrance to an ancient city of some description with uh, the, the the symbol of uh, uh, was it Aridin, uh, I think. 
on the top. I don't know. There was also, also uh, Cale said it was a, a basilisk chained out the front. Yes, and it seems, well, it smelled like possibly more Zulgaf things were there, but I mean, we were tired enough that we really did not want to uh, continue the encounter, as it were. So we thought it best to come back here and recoup and get some wisdom on the topic. And kind of sits there and thinks a little bit. It's like, so we have Zulgats that you said were at yeah. the tower back in... Well, Adam. I didn't see them, but it they... smelled... Sure as shit smelled like them. Okay. Um, and kind of like shakes his head a little bit. And so you think Mistress Dustlight, or at least a few of her quarry, may be in affiliation with these creatures? Uh, well... I mean, we, we kind of were throwing that kind of idea around last night, but we don't really have anything, you know, in stone, as it were. But it seems as though it might be, well, it's almost impossible that they didn't know that this place existed. Uh, mm. Them being all secretive and whatnot about their meeting and whatever. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's highly likely, I think, that they're at least if not in league with these creatures, uh, acquaintances of some description, I guess. That could mean they act on the circus with them, or perhaps something I don't know. It's um, not so much. It's just... Yes, well, I'm also unsure. I don't think there's anything that can point to us about well, this particular incident, but... um. I'm nervous about Dustlight seeking reprisal. I mean, just because she's herself, for it, for, for one, really, but even a hint of, of us doing something against her, I think. We've been pretty lucky so far that the, we have had, as far as I'm aware, zero interaction with them, and being in the city now, we're established, people are aware of us, but... Yeah. Perhaps after they see income coming our way, after the performance tonight and the performance the night after big performance the night mm. after uh, I, I think it might even I know we got myself and the other riggers and rustabouts to, to kind of look after the security of, of the show but maybe with the coin that we get in hiring a few a few hands to, to like guards or it's not a bad idea. Not many of us here actually know how to fight. S- save for you three, and um, some of us have maybe abilities that we can use in effect. Oh, no, us obviously bunny. Yes, but like, I mean, we 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 four for before Tahala was. Yes, yes. We yeah, could lean well, on her a little bit for that. We but. we we would can't really be everywhere at once, you know. Like if we are. Uh, I think that might be the best thing moving forward. I'm not, I'm not sure what the cost would be, but that's. I was just... Look. If, if we can afford it... Perhaps some people in the puddles, if they are good at certain things, perhaps they might want to see the life and the experience of moving on from where they mm. are at the moment. It's not a bad idea. Mm. It's getting security, especially if we're expecting some sort of reprisal for whatever occurred and what may occur in the future, at least. Yes. And it means that our rustabouts don't have to be 
you know, and riggers don't have to be patrolling at night, making them tired, making them slower, you know, that kind exactly, of thing. Exactly, exactly. We need them doing what they do, not guarding us from whatever may happen. They're not even paid to do that, you know? No, no, they're not. But we'll see, but maybe perhaps after the performance in the puddles, they will sally forth or whatever they say. Comes. Oh, uh... Maybe, remind me, I, I, I slipped my mind. We're, we're doing that performance in the puddles, isn't we? Yes, yes. We had a- as far as I'm aware, I'm not sure where we are doing it. Um, I've not been told, but... Yes, uh, uh, I wasn't sure if Javier and Kayle had organised something for that. Um, Javier was probably the best person. He was there last. Put some feelers out. Uh, I'll do, uh, do some talking to some people, some likely candidates, as it were. Yes, yes, I think that's that's great. I think the um, the twins have been working on um, new posters for the night afterwards, so we'll have to do a trip into the pub. Wonderful, Maybe wonderful. Maybe put some posters within uh, Escadar this time. Yeah, but yes, yes. I well, think we don't just want people from the puddles coming, do we? We no. need that rich money. <laughs> and, uh, yes, loaded yes. bags or whatever it is. Money bags, I think it's... Yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah, one, yes, that yes. one. No. Means that if there are issues here and we need to jump ship quick, we can. We can afford it. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Here we will have probably have gotten to the bottom of his mug of tea by now. He's like, uh, well, a pleasure as always, Professor. Uh, as always. Thank, thank you, and it's good to hear that you are all safe. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, you as well. Uh, I'm just gonna go uh, do the rounds, make sure everything's ship shape. Yes, I think we're moving stuff into the big tent tonight. Uh, today, well, not for tonight, but the night after. So uh, yes, it yeah. should be set up by the end of today. And I took. I, I believe I probably have a uh, uh, tank to uh, start preparing today. I think yeah, it's arriving tomorrow. You said. Yes. Well, I was thinking get it set up. So we, all we need to do is kind of put the glass panels in and make sure it's tight and then it's good to go, so... Simple, easy. All right. Well, thank you very much, Uri. Thanks, Professor. And have a good day. I will. I will. Get up and he kind of looks down. He, he looks a bit... Not standoffish, but a bit... Odd, if that makes sense, with the news mm. that he broke that something like mm. that occurred. Maybe it's, like, troubling him a little bit. Um, you get that kind of impression as you leave. Cut to Javier underneath his wagon. You wake up reasonably early as well. Not particularly the most comfortable. Um, <clears throat> if I may. Oh! Uh, Javier awakens to an overwhelming film feeling that someone <laughs> is trying to put a ham sandwich into his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Javier, you wake up to the unsettling feeling that someone is trying to force a ham sandwich into your hand. What is what is this? Who is what? Uh, can I can I see who's doing no, it? It's just a feeling. <laughs> you can either accept it or deny it. <laughs> <laughs> if I accept it, would there be you an actual ham sandwich? You feel like if you accept it, there's going to be a ham sandwich in your hand. I kind of feel like a little a little bit of a, a little bit of a hammy sammy. Yeah, you just you kind of look down at your hand, and it's just like a uh, cascade of like blue-looking dots, like fireflies that just kind of like all merge into a, and eventually just materialize. And there's a toasted ham sammy in your hand. Yeah, is it is it warm? It's warm, yeah. Like it's just come out of it, come off the fire. It's got like specifically it's toasted, 
And then it's really dark, in a really dark toasting, there's a Jolly Roger on one side. You'll flip it over and the other side says a vasty scurvy oh. dog. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Kale. At least he knows what I like. I'll eat it. How is it, Kale? Oh, it's delicious. It's Kale made it, so there's mustard, seeded mm. mustard, ham, and just like the right amount of cheese. So metric fucked on. <laughs> yeah, it is just cheese with bread accompanying it. A full third of it is cheese. Yep. All right. You wake up to this ham sandwich. You are sitting underneath. You're pleasantly surprised. Take a few munches. Oh, my God. It's the best thing you've ever eaten. Sit up a little bit. Realize you're still under the wagon. Crawl out under the muck and, yeah. You look around. Does he see you, Kale? Are you nearby? Nah. Kale's nowhere to be seen. He's back at his tent. Oh, okay. You wake up. All right. Well, I still appreciatively accept it. You see a couple of the mules and pack animals like stare over towards you just like curiously as you pop out from underneath your wagon. Uh, I'll, I'll eat maybe uh, like three quarters or most of the, the sandwich and then uh, chuck the remaining bits of bread over to the the mules. They viciously fight over the remains as if a pack of wolves. No. They throw it in and one runs over and goes to bite it but misses but then looks up at you chewing while the other one picks up and eats it. I'll, I'll actually, I'll hold on to a tiny piece of ham as well. Okay. You have a tiny piece of ham in your hand? Um, and I'll go into my wagon. You open it up and you see Alira still sleeping there with the lioness looks up as you come in and kind of looks at you. I'll hold up the piece of ham for Leandris. You can see it just like, not lick its lips a little bit as he sees it. As she sees it. Um, and I'll, I'll leave the door open and just chuck it out to the bottom step. Leanne just kind of looks over towards Elira, looks back at you and kind of stands up, does that whole cat-like leaning forwards on its front legs and then leaning back on its hind legs and then plops down out of the, um, out of the bed, walks past you and just like rubs against you as she walks past and yeah, goes you down to Give her some of the hand. good scratches. Yep. The tail goes up, butt goes up as you as it walks past, as you scratch it. Very cat-like. Moves down towards the uh, ham and licks it up, chews it, and kind of just like looks up back up at you. It's looking a lot healthier than when you first met it as well. Like, it's not skeletal. You obviously can see that the fur has grown over what wounds were left on it when you were when you first found it and first brought it back to the uh, the camp. Yeah. Looks a lot healthier. Um, yeah, okay. That's good. Um, but I do... I do need to talk to Alira, so I'll, I'll gently wake her up if she's not already, already awake. Then you give her like a little bit of a shove, and she kind of kind of rolls over and just like puts a pillow over her head. I'll give her a poke. <laughs> she kind of wakes up and then looks around and realizes like where she is. She's like, what? "How did? Have I hit? Oh, yeah. Did I did I fall asleep in front of your door? I'm sorry. That's all right. <clears throat> I." I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to uh, to talk yesterday. Yeah, no, I I, I heard I, I asked the professor. He said that you um you had to go into town and like an errand or something like that. That, that you didn't return. I was just kind of waiting there because of the performance. And as soon as she says performance, she's like, "Oh, that's that's today, isn't it?" It's yeah. um, you see, just like fear kind of pass over her face. She's like shocked. She's like, "Ah, um, ooh, okay, um, I I I really need your help, please." I, I haven't really sat down with anyone to do the trick, and I want I want to sit with you. I want to make sure it's okay, 
And she like looks, it's like frantic, like nervous. Um, <clears throat> Javier's a, a bit distracted. He's not really paying attention to her talking. She kind of gives you like like a shove a little bit. She's like, "Are you are you okay? Are you are you all right?" Alira, uh, how do you know if you're a bad person? She kind of like does it like 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 a little bit. Of a, um, don't know. It's a very philosophical question I guess it's or I guess it's down to motives why why you would be doing something I guess if that then leads to harm onto good-natured folk I, I don't know you can I mean you can do bad things for the right reasons you can do does that not make you a bad person it's a fine line it's if you if you she kind of ponders it for a little bit and thinks about it look people have done evil things but for good. And people have done good things for evil. That makes sense. You know, you can, it depends. It's, again, it's a hard one. If you were, say for instance, to go out and harm someone and hurt someone, but that person you're harming has done bad things or has done evil things in the past, then it's that grey area. You're doing what they did, right? But for the good intentions, but that's what you tell yourself. They did something that is bad, and they did it for themselves, but it's... it's. If you were to steal because you're poor, is that a bad thing? If you were to steal because you're taking the taxes of rich people, like, is that bad, or is that just... Like, that money goes towards building the city. It's... it's the, the, the ratio of good and bad is... It's far too early to talk about philosophy, if I'm honest. I'm... What is... Why, what's, what's troubling you? I saw some things last night. I had my past brought up. It made me have some stark realizations about myself. Whether you're a good or bad person. The person I had a run-in with was someone who, in a very distant past, I considered a friend. Right. Not for very long. But we shared motives. We shared ideologies for a short time. And... I have come to realize that in the years separating us, we have come to share similar lifestyles too. And I believe his motives were poor and mine were pure, but who is to be the judge of that? You should be the only one to judge yourself. When it comes to doing things for good and evil, or bad or worse or whatever, I guess it comes down to the reasons why you're doing it, the intentions of why you're doing it. If you're doing it to save others or you're stopping another evil with your evil then that's okay with the only ones that can really judge us are our family and our friends and if you were ever to do something that stepped out of the line or if i felt that there was something that's occurring or that or that i did something that stepped out of the line i would hope that you would say something and talk to me about it and tell me that what i'm doing is not right and i know that you've had to do things for this circus with the killing of the halfling at the big, at the first show that we had that you've had to go out and by the sounds of it get attacked by a whole temple or a hermitage of people who were not necessarily evil but they had been led astray through magical means like it's a very fine line that you're dancing I'm not saying that you are evil I'm not saying that you're 
bad. I see you as a good person. I feel that you are a good person. Your intentions are for us, the circus, that you are true. And you're... Look, Javier, I don't see you as a bird, bad person. This is something that you're struggling with. I'm really sorry to hear it. And... Well... I don't think you're a bad person, Javier. Perhaps... When we pass on from this plane, someone else will decide. The gods are one that sees all and hears all. They're the only ones you can really can't hide things from, but they will decide where you go at the end. And then I shall do my best to be good to myself and to the circus. Now, come, mm. let me show you what I've been thinking about your new trick. Alright, yeah. And she just gets out of bed. Ready to go. Kale. Mm. You kind of wipe your hands clean. He's like, he's Kale's just gonna... no longer in front of you. Well, I think it worked. It went somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You look over... You're, you're going through your book in the morning, right? Looking over everything and... Looking through it. Give me another alchemical craft roll. So a craft roll. While you're doing this. 22. Hmm. Yay. So, you're flicking through your notes, you're putting this sandwich together, and you flick over, and then you go back and say, oh yeah, I was wanting to remember this, and flicking through it. And you land on the page of maybe a small couple of notes that you do have about stern skin and how the effects work. And part of you just does like a click in your brain. You're like, fuck. Fuck. Something that you read a long time ago about basilisks. If you take the blood and transport it to someone who's been petrified within an hour of its death, it has a chance of fixing it, of unpetrifying them, mm. decalcifying them. <laughs> yeah, he's going to come to this realization. I'm just going to look over at Greg, the standing in the corner. Well, this could be good news for you, old boy. You better be a king or something. I want a reward. <laughs> he shrugs. He's going to finish, uh... Yeah, just finish up. Memorizing his spells for the day. Preparing a few little things for the show in the puddles. And then, uh, yeah, he's going to go check on the breakfast he left cooking. So we won't go the full day, but we'll have a quick brief chat because obviously tonight is the performance holiday. You know, I'm going to put performance music on because <laughs> it's that kind of feel. There we go. Got it. Come there back in go. now, we Tim. We have the music. <laughs> so, show day, right? So, I want to know what each of you are planning to do before we do the show in the puddles because there's a few things that we need to figure out. One, who is going to be performing? We know a few of them <clears throat> who we know are going to perform. Secondly, where you're going to be performing. These will be like quick action. Don't worry about roleplay too much. Just get done kind of thing. I want to know what like what you guys would want to do during the day. I know that Yuri, you want to build, at least get things ready for the tank. Yep. I know you would probably want to do stuff with inside the big top tent, which is not being used tonight. And I know that Kay will probably need to do um, maybe some arrangements. I'm not sure if they're going to be handing out flags or flyers or whatever for the night. Uh, maybe bring some food, stuff like that. It is up to you guys. This is purely 
what you guys want to do for this performance. Wait, this is the Thursday, yeah? The Puddles show? This is the yeah. Thursday one. Not the big yep, boy, yep, yep. big performance. It is the Puddles show. The tank's not arriving till Friday. Uh, it yep, is yep, not yep. arriving until Friday. But uh, Yuri wanted to prepare the stuff for it. Maybe gather the tools and have it all sitting there. So when you get it, sometime between Friday morning and Friday afternoon, you can just work on it straight away. So I would start at the top of where I'm seeing on Discord and go straight to Havaier. What's Havaier's plan up until the evening? Um, so I'm going to spend a few hours with Alira. Yep. Uh, perfecting and fine-tuning her performance. Fantastic. Um I don't think that I'll want her to perform today, though. Okay. Uh, only because I don't want her to feel like she's being rushed into doing it, and we have plenty of other things that we can do which I think will work better in a setting that's not the circus, um, like out in the field. Mm. Um, so... Assuming that we can erect some kind of, um, not barricade necessarily, but like a, a circle of, what is what is the word that I'm looking for? Are you trying to set up somewhere to train? No, 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 no. Like in, inside the puddles, like a okay. like a, a ring, like a ring that people like can't kind of access into, like a so yeah. they can view from the outside, but not like get close to the performance. You can if you we can... can do something like that, then uh, obviously Eliza and Mister Tickle would be perfect. Okay, fantastic. All right, that is awesome. Um, so you approach with it. So let, okay, first of all, let's work on her performance. So give me a performance roll yourself, and she will do it as well. And let's see how. Oh, well. 19, a nineteen plus. Uh, performance is ten, so twenty-nine. She rolled a natural eighteen, so she looks great. Nice. What she's doing is actually great. You see that I show she. You can see the little things she's picked up with you. The uh, leading the uh, the cat around, jumping through hoops. She's doing a lot of stuff with like getting it to sit, getting it to walk backwards between with it between its legs. It's a lot of tricks oriented around the cat. You're quite impressed. Okay. This well, is... in that case, um, I, I'll ask her if she is ready to perhaps show this off as a test run for people that you know maybe don't see entertainment so often and won't be. You know, if, if she's not super, if she's a little rusty and not super, you know, tight on on the performance, then I can I can focus on the smaller tricks and not do some of the big ones. Maybe maybe a couple of the small jumps through hoops and stuff like that. Get her to stand on her hind legs. We could do simple tricks. It's only I the stuff that I know that I can do in and out. I, I'm I'm happy to, but I I do really want to perform. Then by all means, she gives you like a, a, a big smile and like runs up and hugs you. And she's like, thank thank you so much. I. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I'm just glad that you're getting back on your feet. <laughs> yeah. All right. Once more, once more, she shouts, and um, Leanne just, like, rolls her eyes and stands up and walks <laughs> over towards her. All right, let's go to Uri. Uri, there's still some things to get set up inside the Big Top Ten. You still need to organize where people are going in the thing. People are looking to you three as the leaders of the circus now. All right. The professor is just guidance. You guys are the leaders of the circus, so everything that you guys drive forwards is the direction that the circus will be going in. Um, well, first off, after leading, leaving the professor's uh, wagon side, just going about and inspecting, doing the rounds, kind of thing. <coughs> I think he might, like, you know, pull out Gory out of his little pocket and just, you know, spend some time just like, you know, looking at things, having some fun. With, with him for a little bit mm. chilling out and then 
going, yeah, I think he's going to start uh, organizing everyone in the big top, like getting everything sorted out, like all the stages and stuff moved in, the stands and stuff set it up, set up and sorted out like that. Yep. All that kind of stuff. Um, you see, you see like the lights getting like hung up at the top yep. and being lifted up by the frigs. Um, and then he'll probably find Bunny for a little bit to mm. get his brain uh, on, like, with the crafting stuff on, making this uh, tank good enough for Mordain. Mm. And then after that, he probably would go to, yeah, find Javier and Kale just to talk about, yeah, the, the um, performance and, like, yeah, where it's happening who's who's performing that kind of thing yeah well gentlemen what is our list how many people are performing how long and like what are they doing who do we want do you need do you need a list again of who is performing or can perform um i i think flamboni sisters dwarven throwers eliza and mr tickle and um alira does um, anyone have any objections or queries so that was first of all flamboni sisters Yep. Eliza. Dwarven Throwers. Who's after the Dwarven Throwers? Um, Alira, to finish. Yeah, Alira. Ah! And then... Uh, Uri would suggest having, uh, like, the clowns and Fidget as, like, backup stuff. Yeah, as just going around the crowd places. Yeah. Um, and... And he'd say he, he would probably go with Fidget. Yeah, I hesitate to say uh, that Axel should perform in such an open and potentially frightening for the birds environment. Uh, Puddles aren't that scary, are they? No, 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 but just oh, like, yes, you know, it's, right. it's they, not they... inside the big top and maybe they'll fly away. True. Know. But I will just ask him if he wants to try it. Yeah, you find him wandering around. Um, he's got Percy on his shoulder. He goes, ah, um... Yes, well, I'm I'm happy to perform outside, and I mean, we, they're trained, obviously, so they will come back to me eventually. Um, but it depends if you feel like I'm ready to perform, which I am, hundred percent ready. I mean, I think you're ready. You, oh. You've been doing such a fantastic job recently. But then I just uh, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. If you need more time to practice for our Saturday performance, no, then no. by all means. But if you want to, you know, stretch your proverbial wings, as it were, Friday. Friday. Of course. It's Friday. 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 Yes. Tomorrow night. Oh, sorry. Tomorrow night. Oh, no. When he like kind of leans in, but it's like, when were you thinking on Friday? Uh, what order in the performance? Yeah. I mean, I was hoping you could open the show. Yeah. Not this again. Unless. Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he goes a little bit quiet. <laughs> I, I mean, I was second last time. Um, but yeah, no, I can. I can. And you know what? On, on second thoughts, maybe second is better. You know, someone else to warm them up, and then you to really explode out of the gate. Too kind. Yes. No, I'm um, second. I would be more than happy to do second. And did you want me today? I mean, we can always use another amazing performer in the puddles to show off how great we are, but only if you feel you're ready. I'm definitely <laughs> that. Um, sure. No, I'm more than happy to bring my birdies down. Well, then we'll see you there. All right. All right. Sounds good. Um, I'll make sure they're all prepped up and ready. I'll get my best suit on. And he like, walks away. He's like, come on, Percy. Um, and Percy just drops. I'm going to then very quickly rush over to um, the professor mm. and say, I know I know Fidget, uh, we said that Fidget could use some fireworks uh, for the performance at the, the puddles today, but 
three of our acts so far have uh, a using live and hopefully tame animals <laughs> and I feel like fireworks may put a spanner in the somewhere so perhaps she can be a half-time entertainment rather than going around setting off random explosions during performances that's not something you need to discuss with her it's not up to me I mean well I'm just letting you know my thoughts I I, I mean I trust your advice I, I hope you see eye to eye you know animals better than I do I mean you gotta like laughs and pat you on the back like, you you know them a lot better than I do you've got a lot more experience with them than I um if you think that that's the better option rather than scaring the animals away sure go for it. yes that's I, I, I fully agree what you're saying is I, I trust it like gives you a nod and it's like yeah go for it thank you professor my, my pleasure you know, it gives you a nod alright I'll go find Fidget then, later on. All right. So, Kale, what is your plan during this? Uh, he's just going to tag along um, and just do, like, little tricks and stuff on the side. With the clowns? Uh, no, no, um, no, just, like, yeah, <laughs> maybe around the clowns, but he doesn't He doesn't like to associate with the clowns. Um, What's wrong with the clowns? Clown. Um, there's nothing wrong with the clowns. There's nothing, no, nothing wrong with the clowns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is in the morning uh, going to sit in front of a woven basket and spend an hour uh, reciting. You get a lot of a, concerned eyes. <laughs> reciting a, a, a spell and uh, and conjuring. That takes an hour. Go down. Uh, he's gonna uh, he's gonna use. You get a small crowd create <laughs> gathering around you. It's like, what are you all doing? I'm just making there. cookies. Fuck off. <laughs> but uh, you've been. And Eliza comes through. He's like, but you've been uh, sitting there for an hour almost now, uh, with just anticipating what's occurring. Also, we've never seen you sit still for so long. Yes, well, you know, I I didn't know it was going to take this long either, to be honest. This finally finishes, like, and it's like, there's like a, a puff of smoke, and the basket is full of some very, very bland-looking shortbread biscuits, like the I don't know. <laughs> What do you think is the blandest biscuit you can get? Those from what, those shortbread Scotch ones fingers. that are like casually, yeah, casually crusted mm. with sugar. Those Scott, ones. Wait. Scott, no, 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 the sugar's too fancy. It's good. No, 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 but the idea is is that there's never enough sugar and you're just disappointed. <laughs> I you even yeah, that? Phrase. Yeah. Scotch fingers, but without the word Scotch finger like pressed into it. Like Scott's finger. <laughs> just Kale's finger. Just Kale's yes. finger. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just incredibly bland looking biscuits. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> you hear it. Oh, and people like like uh, walk away disappointed. We were expecting something to blow up. We had bets on, and uh, I just conjured this out of nothing. But uh, you're not entertained. And you see her put out her hand, and she gets a couple of like copper pieces and just puts it down her shirt. She's like, it's, it's you know. Yes, well, I'm compared to what the people in the puddles eat. I saw a man sleeping under carrot skin, so I'm sure they'll lap this shit up. And he gets up and just indignantly <laughs> walks away with the basket. <laughs> All right, so you walk away. Okay, sorted. So the list: clowns and fidget. Uh, adjacent is um, Kale doing his own thing, hanging out uh, his own fingers. We have the Flamboni sisters, Eliza. Then you want fidget before the dwarven throwers? Sure, let's do it. Fidget, dwarven throwers, and then Alira. Everyone obviously is very happy to do it. Flamboni sisters like, yeah, fantastic. Eliza's like, yeah, of course, uh, we're ready to perform whenever you are. Fidget's like. Uh, yeah, um, I'm, are you sure for me to be on, uh, the, no, it'll be fine, I'll be, I'm excited, it'll be fun. Uh, big ones, small ones? Any, any size you like. Okay, 
Oh, oh. And she, you hear the pattering of her feet, and she walks away. Um, dwarven throwers. But don't don't waste don't waste them all. Yeah, she throws her hand up in the air. She's like like <laughs> like look, going through her satchel. Uh, the dwarven throwers are not yet up, but um, uh, you give one of them a kick. You tell them what they're doing, and they give you a thumbs up, and then just sl- drunkenly put their hand back down. And then Illyra, who's like, yes, um, okay, um, yes to it. I'm I'm excited. Um, and we'll keep it simple. Yes, I mean, I don't think we need anything too fancy. All right, awesome. So going to the puddles with everyone. I'm going in the wagon, horses, whatever. We, you guys, are going to start making your way there. How many people are you bringing with you? Like, with, like, I think most of the circus will probably end up being in the crowd anyway, watching, like, as like, hey, hey you know, like mm. cheering people mm. on in the crowd just to get erg up and like emphasize how good everything's going. Obviously, Bunny and Uri, you'll be there as support, you know, fixing anyone who gets injured, that kind of thing, being kind of like, oi, 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 boys, um, in case anything, you know, gets stirred up. Um, and yeah, Kale, you've got all your stuff together. Oh, oh Kale's also going to, before he leaves, he's going to go get 50 foot of yep. rope off the riggers. He goes, yes, no, you can have this, most excellent, yes. Oh, and he's going to approach Javier as well. Javier! Yes. I don't suppose I saw you pick up a new rapier last night. I don't suppose I can borrow an old one. Hmm? You can just have the old one if you like. Oh, fantastic! Thank wait, you. wait, wait, wait! Appreciate it. What are you going to use it for? I'm going to do rapier things with it. I'm going to swing it around, thrust mainly. I've seen you do a lot of that. Look at this! This burning it. I've never had a real pirate <laughs> rapier before. Like, Hell, <laughs> yeah. can, can I give this to you in one condition? Can you please not let anyone know that it's mine? I mean, what no, I don't know? want to be embarrassed. Is all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cop that. All right. Besides, he's got his cleaver over his other shoulder, and he's like, "Yep." No, they say about a big blade. No, I, 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 I don't. What do they say? You go through whetstones a lot more often <laughs> than these walks are. <laughs> That's funny. I love that. All right. So, <clears throat> you each get on wagons, start trailing all the equipment you need over towards the puddles. You have area that maybe Javier, you've scouted out and you know that there is a part of town that has like a, yeah, it's like normally where the markets are. So there could be a couple of stools pushed out the way perhaps and set up this ring that you so desire. And you start setting up. You have people almost straight away curious, like watching you. Like it's probably, let's say it's like six o'clock at night now. Like we're looking. Let me let me bring in some sounds of the puddles. Uh, where's wailing? Um, sad voices. Uh, where are we? There we go. Market. Gusty wind. No, passing by. People. Crows and ravens. Souls in grief. There we go. All right. So you start setting this up, and almost instantly. A crowd starts to gather around you. A lot of people are like, oh, look at them. They're using hammers and stuff like that. And they're setting up this circle-like arena. 15 foot feet in, I think, perimeter, I'd like to say. No. Why do I always choose the worst words? Diameter. Diameter. Yeah. (sighs) One day I'll learn the English language. And so, yeah, you set up a perimeter of 15 feet. Dwarven throwers may have issues, but that's fine. Um, and while this is going on, you have the clowns walking around, like, handing out gifts, folding up balloons, and, like, doing, like, small odd tricks with each other, which are rather entertaining for the little children, and some of the, uh, 
elderly, elderly citizens of the puddles. Starts coming towards night time. Javier, are you going to be doing in the announcements in the stage? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so, but I'll, I'll keep it brief. Okay. Because I feel like these people are here to be entertained, not to be talked at. Okay. D- darkness is starting to fall. You have set up, like, torches around the area so everyone can still see inside. And, yeah, it's coming up to the agreed time. The Flamboni sisters are anxiously waiting. Um, did you want me to, to make my announcement? You may. You have the force, <laughs> good sir. Alright, I'll take to the stage and I will cast uh, the bullhorn spell on myself. Mm. So my voice is projected out to everyone nearby. Ladies and gentlemen, you may have seen us around. <laughs> We're the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Start being quiet and as you start talking, your booming voice. Shut up! We thank you very much for welcoming us to your fine area in the puddles. Now, we know that some of you have not been to circuses before, but that will not stop us from providing the very best entertainment that our circus has to offer. Now, I want each and all of you to sit back, relax, and have a small and yet powerful taste of what a real circus looks like. Please, welcome to the stage. Who did we say was first? The Fambony sisters. They're like pointing at themselves as there's like a gap in the speech. Like, (laughs) us, us, us. Give me a performance check. Uh, 13. Not bad. Not bad. People in the crowd are like, oh, clapping. Um, and you see the Flambonis get sisters come out on stage and there's like a small round of applause and you see a couple of obviously people that you recognize from the campsite going clap, 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 clap. Kale, you're wandering around hand- handing out scotch fingers. Or, sorry, not scotch fingers mm, to uh, is that a guess? Uh, have a yes. Kale's Bickies. fingers. Kale. Bickies, get your bickies. There's a small kid like, what is this? And he's Come like, on, picked it up and he's looking at it. What? I- what is this? This is a biscuit. Ooh, is it like... Wall filler. Uh, what's you know the bits what, in between uh, the walls to stop the gaps so there's no wind that comes in from the the the, the ocean. <laughs> it's just it's just dumbfounded for is a second. Is it something that like keeps doors ajar? I guess it could. Oh, excellent! And he runs away. No, just oh, just <laughs> 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 <It's> continue walking. <laughs> Bis- biscuits, pickies. Get on, oh, I've on, heard of them. I've heard tales of these. And there's a, an old lady that walks over. I haven't had one since '87. <laughs> she takes a bite out of it. She's like, mm, 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 mm. "Honey, come get one." And there's another like elderly man who's sitting on a chair that goes, "Huh?" It's like, "No, there's biscuits here. Do you want one?" Biscuits? Yes. I haven't had one since '83. All right, I get them. Are they good for people without teeth? Um, yeah, but I mean, dip it in seawater, whatever it is you drink. It's meant to be with seawater. <laughs> I love seawater. All right, I'll get two. How much? Yeah, take. Yeah. She starts no, reaching free. in her pockets. It's free. No, it's complimentary. Oh, oh, they're complimentary. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, and she grabs like she. She, you say two. She grabs a handful and she walks back with her husband. Yes, Not with uh, a H. No H. Just husband. husband. She sits down next the, to him and then starts feeding them to him. Well, the the spell can feed six medium creatures for a day, so I assume that's like three square meals. So if he's just giving out snacks to people, it'll go oh. a lot further. So it's just like okay. Yeah, no, here we go. Yeah, Pickies. that's fair. That's fair. It's cool. I like it. You I really like that. He keeps so doing do it they. until he runs out, and then yep. he, he's going to wait for an for hour. A, okay. Yeah, and, and then he's going to wait for a good opportunity to do another trick without detracting from the main act. 
fantastic. So the Flamboni sisters are doing their thing, throwing things towards each other, shouting out towards each other and all all that fun stuff. Uri, you're, uh, you're maybe a little bit more comfortable now with the fire in the arena, because obviously mm. first night, uh, Freya burnt herself. Yeah. So there's a little bit of anxiousness whenever they're on stage. I think you might feel a little bit. Oh, he's always watching. Same with... And they're performing, yeah. Yeah, so Bunny's there as well. So give me a perception check while you're sitting around in the crowd. Uh, dirty 20. A dirty 20. Fantastic. You're looking out towards the crowd, making sure everyone's all right. You can see Kale have an interaction with an older woman who's pointing <laughs> at her seated husband who seems to be just, like, looking out in a different direction. Um, but you do spot something. Dirty 20, you say? Mm-hmm. A little way away. Maybe, like... Two, three houses away. Not within earshot, but definitely within sight. You see four individuals leaning up against a house, watching from afar. They're hidden by a shadow of like an overhanging roof, but you can definitely see three people, four people sitting there. Every now and again, you see like a a flame erupt from one of their mouths, and but it does not enough to identify who they are. But you can see that they're watching. There's a sudden round of applause as the Flamboni sisters take a bow. And say, hey, 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 hey. And you see Eliza start to walk in on stage. And you feel Bunny, who's next to you, go, oh, oh, and puts out a, his hand. Ugh. This is a good one. This yeah. is a good one. Oh, yeah. I've, been, I've been watching her a week, I have. Not in a weird way. You um, just, no, stop it. <laughs> I was, I just wanted to, you know, see if she's okay and stuff. Yeah, oh. you he looks nervous. said that eloquently. He looks nervous as well. The look on his face is yeah, nervous. Yeah. He just clap on you the shoulder. like, she'll be right, mate. You just watch. Like, yeah, 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 no, no, she'll be right. Yeah, she'll be, she'll be fine. She's, I mean, her and Mr. Tickles are like best friends. Like, yeah. like me and you. Yeah, yeah exactly, Except for mate. you're not a snake. Hey. Yeah, I'm an orc. Yeah. yeah, you are an orc. Yeah, that was, it's meant to be a joke because you're both grit. Doesn't matter. Um, <coughs> went over your head. Nothing goes over my head. Uh, my reflexes are too fast. I mean, we could do that one day. Just get a bunch of people to line up and throw things over you and see if they miss. Wouldn't wouldn't work, mate. Uh, catch them all. Stop them from going through. All right, new trick, right? We get on stage, invite <laughs> guests to throw things at you, and you've got to try and catch them. If it goes over you, they score a point. What is the point? Don't know. That's what they score. They score it. The point. Yeah. yeah. And whoever wins the most points is... They get nothing. Yeah. 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 All right. Sounds good. All right, I'll I'll start penciling it out. Uh, sh- she's, oh, she's performing. Yeah. Now. Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I got all excited. So, Eliza comes out on stage. Wrapped around her is this eighteen-foot-long anaconda, Mister Tickles. As they have done previously, they have taken a bow, and the crowd goes, "Oh, yeah, yeah, clap, 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 clap." A lot more of the townsfolk are clapping now, rather than just circus folk. You can see that this. Excitement has built up. You see Eliza take Mr. Tickles and puts it into a waltz where she starts swaying back and forth around the arena, spinning around every now and again, letting him go and form shapes with his body, like O's and triangles and squares and the other shapes, and comes (laughs) back um, to a beautiful bow. You see Bunny again weep a single tear as he watches Every now and again, you look back towards those four figures that are standing mm. there. They just seem to be uh, every now and, and you see the small glow every now and again, just folded arms, very intently watching. You hear another round of applause, and Kale 
as the round of applause comes on, you can feel like a bouncing presence next to you. Like you, f you look down and you see the fidget is next to you, kind of like almost vibrating. Like going up, down, up, down, bounce, 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 bounce. You didn't swallow nitroglycerin, did you? What? Sorry. Nothing. Um, you you seem excited. I, of course I am. I am uh, first time on stage. Uh, any pointers? I should have really asked this beforehand. Um. Uh, no, just don't injure anyone. Generally bad for business. Okay. Um, I think I can do that. Um, that's just uh, have fun. We'll do. Uh, thank you. And Kale, he gives you like a nod to Kale, and then um, uh, he's like, "Do I go on now, have you?" I'll give her a nod. Okay. And uh, she kind of, uh, she kind of like walks over and like opens a little gate thing that you have and walks out. And she's like, uh, "Hi everyone, I'm I'm Fidget. I um I have uh, and she just like kind of looks down at a bag. She's like holds out a bag to everyone, and everyone's like, "Ooh, a bag!" <laughs> Pointing at it. You see a few kids' heads <laughs> pop up over the top. It's like that's the thing that Billy has. That's that's the thing. That's we got it from her. And Billy, you see, you see, Over just two side. hands rise up against the side of one of the barricades, and there's just a firework being held by a child. <laughs> Still has two hands. Yeah, yeah Kale's gonna point. It's not lit. It hasn't been lit. <laughs> yeah. It's just there. Kale's gonna point over. He's like, "Hey, I know that kid." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, um, uh, um, uh, these, uh, and she produces two of them. One's like a little small thing, and the big thing's like these are. Uh, things of my creation that I am uh, able to uh, produce color and produce sound and uh, well and she takes a small one and just throws it at the ground and just pop and everyone goes whoo whoo and they all like look down at it like sorry, 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 sorry. And you see the young kid go ah and just disappears and throws it down <laughs> oh, and no. it throws it at the ground and goes didn't work didn't, that one didn't and you see his head like pop up and it's just like the chin is like that one didn't that one didn't work I think it's broken and like looks down and she's like, ah, it's so this one, you see the, uh, and she's like, moves over, she grabs two things out of her bag, like bricks that she's borrowed from the local children and puts them down on the floor. He goes, right, uh, everyone, eyes to the sky. She lies it down and tur uh, she turns it over and like lodges it between the two and she brings out a whetstone and just click, click, click. And then just, psh, the flame kind of goes down and then psh, Everyone's uh, everyone stand back just a little bit. It should be safe. It should be safe. It's, it's just going to... Boo! One goes up. Boo, boo, boo! Three go up in the sky. Crack, 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 crack. Uri, as the light of these fireworks open up, you take one look behind you towards those four people. Mm. You see Victor Volcano in a red tunic, dark black trousers, and long black boots. He's not wearing his usual spiked jester's hat that he wore last time you saw him in Abiton, but instead, he's hiding it under a cloak. You see Darren Danica, but she's almost unrecognizable. Back when you last saw her in Abiton, she glowed with a sense of pizzazz and, like, chutzpah, but now she looks gaunt, exhausted, even nervous, looking at the three men around her and anyone who comes around the corner like jolting back at any sound like every time the firework explodes you see a jump and she like looks at uh, Victor every now and again but she does not look him in the eye her clothes are also dirty and not well kept fraying at the seams at places and you see two bruises with similar outfits to the ones that gentlemen you saw last night they're picking at their teeth looking around boredly and occasionally like just spitting on the ground so these guys are illuminated up with colors of like the hues of like red, green, blue, purple, 
all of this exploding in the air. The whole crowd's looking up, and I like to think that we just see you just like turn back, looking, and even mm-hmm. Bunny's like looking up and pointing. But you see them, like four houses away, just sitting there looking. Maybe he's just gonna note it, but he's not gonna do anything. He's just gonna keep an eye on them. And fidget out because I've got a one more. Uh, let's see. Uh, you hold this, and um, she hands it hands it over to uh, one of the locals. And he's like, "Oh, I can hold this. It's not gonna explode in my hand, is it?" Like, no, no, no. It should. But it it uh, it's good. And then you whetstone, whetstone. The whole thing flares up in like a brilliant light. And it's like, oh, it's, he's like holding it out. He almost drops. He's like, no, 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 hold, 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 hold. And you see at the end, the flame starts to change color, changes from green in his hands. Oh, starts changing red, starts changing blue. And then you realize it's solidifying almost like, like at the end of the flame. It, like, it almost becomes like a, like a, uh, what do I want to say? Almost like a foam at the end. The light mm. starts to foam up and it becomes like this tangible foam that's like incredibly sticky and he's like oh and he's pulling it out of his hands and she's like it's okay it's okay and she pulls out like a little thing out of her pocket she pours it over his fingers and it just falls off and he's like oh oh that was that was that was quite amazing and you all hear the tap 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 on the ground which you've been hearing almost continuously through her performance just tap 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 every time she's explaining something you could just hear her feet just banging on the ground and she's like oh well I think that's that's it for me um uh thank you thank you very much and everyone claps. Fidget jumps off stage, and the dwarven throwers are next. They're like, "All right, um, uh, this space might be a bit, might might be a bit too big. Uh, not big, uh, small for us." Uh, 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 Kale, I need your hand. Uh, Hector says to you. No, uh, Hercules says to you. Uh, can you uh, d- divide up the crowd a little bit? Like, uh, get get them on either side of the road. We'll we'll we'll, we'll launch we'll launch um, him down the street. I think that'd be better. Oh, brilliant. Oh, come on, everyone. You heard the man. Make way. Make way. And some of the clowns have come out now, and they give you, like, angry side eyes, Kale, as you walk through. And they start pushing everyone <laughs> He kind of looks at them, he's like... Yeah. And you see the one half-orc one who just, like, looks at you and grimaces, and it's like his his two tusks, like, pop out from, like, the clown mouth, which is, like, a smiling face, and he, like, grimaces at you. Like, mm. squeezes his nose and walks off. <laughs> with make way, everyone. Clogs. <laughs> just slapping just, just, just big clock, 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 giving you the dead eyes, like <laughs> two fingers in the eye pointing. Yeah, I, it's not I good for an audio podcast. Anyway, so <laughs> there is a target laid out at the end of the street towards where the uh, probably at the bend, possibly where um, the street starts to turn in towards Escadar itself. They put the young Hercules, well, I say young, he's actually quite old. Um, inside the trebuchet-like thing they have, they sit two of the dwarves inside the elastic band, and they start reeking it back. Pull, 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 pull. And Yuri, you know how hard this thing is to pull back, but they're pulling it almost Mm. as far as you. You can see that they've been practicing, or they're just really drunk and can't feel it. They start pulling it back, wreathing it back, and let go. I'm going to do a ranged attack. Oh, they hit it. Just bang. Hercules hits it, and you hear the crowd go, Hey! And you go, Hey! And you see Hercules just lying there, kind of mildly limp. Just like lying there. And he pulls his head out of the target, and he's like, gives everyone a thumbs up, and he's like swaying a little bit. He goes, Hey! And the crowd's like, Ooh, ooh, fun and exciting. And then we get to Alira. Alira, standing next to you, have a, uh, she's like, Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I've got this. Done it before. And she walks out on stage 
Yuri. Mm-hmm. You take a glance over towards Victor and Co. And as soon as Alira gets out on stage, you see Danang- uh, uh, Danica sit up. She's staring directly at the performance on the stage, or in the in the arena, just dead eyesing looking at it. And you see Victor lean in and say something. She starts at a run. Running, just, <laughs> just running. You uh, expression on her face, you can't see it, you can't, it's too dark. She's running towards it. Next to you, you hear Alira on stage saying, Hi everyone. Um, this is I'm I'm Alira. This is Leandra. She's uh, we are new to the circus and we were here, coming here to show you some tricks. Run, 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 dead beat, running towards. Uri would run to intercept, not with any weapon. Bunny sees, but Bunny sees you move. Kale, have a yeah. I need you both to roll perception checks. Uh, fifteen. Twenty-six. Twenty-one. Twenty-six. Okay, you spotted as well. Okay, uh, uh, Javier, you're probably concentrating way too much on Illyria at the moment. But you see Uri get up and start moving. You hear Bunny go, oh, what's it? What's, what's wrong? Because he's moving up at quite a start. And you look over and you can see Danica. Her face is lit up. She's running towards the circus. Just dead people. Just <laughs> Uri, you come within, a, with a, within like, maybe like she's like within 10 meters of you. And she just starts mm-hmm. yelling and shouting. She's like, she's mine. How dare you? Thieves, the lot of you, move! As she starts pushing you out of the way, just like sh- trying to shove you out of the way, move past you. Yuri would grab her. Give me an attack roll to see if you can grapple her. Oh, can I do an athletics? I uh, do an athletics. Oh, it's the same. Yeah. Plus 13, 24. It is not enough. She slips through your grasp and runs past you and it's like, it's... Thieves, she's mine! She starts heading towards the barricade. Uh, Danica... Perhaps if you hadn't abandoned your Fuck off! Lioness. And she just runs in. She jumps over and just jumps over and then just goes over and hugs Leandrus. She's like, my baby, what have they done to you? It's okay. It's fine. Mummy's here. It's okay. Shh. Yeah, she's certainly not more healthy than she was when you left her. You're petting Leandrus. You feel a brush go past you as you feel Victor walk past you towards the crowd. I'm not letting Victor get past did you just put out your hand? I'm grabbing his coat to make sure he does not get past. Okay. As soon as you grab his coat, he, like, looks up at you. He goes, You do not interfere with this. I can get her to leave. This was not Why the, the intention. Why the fuck are you here? I was just... We wanted to come see the show. This is not my intention. And she, he, you like, looks taunt over. Us, did you? Not taunt. We were watching this. She looks at he looks over towards the, uh, the arena. He goes, this is not uh, my intention. We just came to observe. You know how Leandrus was kept by your we fucking had, circus. We had no idea that you took the lion. We didn't know you were going to make at, Look at, look at how lion. much better she looks under Javier's care. We can't back. We see Leandrus shift away from Danica and, like, just hides behind Le- uh, Ilara. Elira, sorry. Danica's, like, extended extended hands just drop to the floor. It falls in the mud. She's got tears in her eyes. My baby. My poor, my poor baby. Her f- face think- changes from despair to rage. And she looks daggers towards Elira. What do you do, Cal? I say, yeah, Cal would have walked over by now. And it's like, I don't know. 
that doesn't look like your lion. Yours was a lot skinnier. This one's... Look, it's a happy, healthy lion. It doesn't look anything like yours. You left your lion behind. She's sitting there just... <sighs> you fucking thieves. You fucking stole her. She's... She's mine, and now you've left her with, like, a, an absolute ugly, despicable, like, cut, and that's enough! You hear Victor shout over the top. He gives you a look, Uri. Yeah, Uri's like, of him. Yeah, he starts walking around. Danny, get, like, get off the fucking floor, you're embarrassing yourself. You sort this out. He just walks straight past you, just towards the barrier. It's like, you're embarrassing us. You see, you, as soon as she hears this voice, she, like, falls into herself, hides herself. She's like looking at the floor and saying, like, this, is, this is like, enough, Danica. Leave. She sits there just. <sighs> she gathers herself and just like bounds over one of the barricades and starts moving towards. And you see him just like move his head a little bit. And you see the two perusers shift and move towards her direction. He turns to the crowd and like puts out his hands and says, ladies and gentlemen, this is. Not our intention, we apologize. We didn't come here to disrupt, we came here merely to watch. I know that some of you have seen our performance, and we and some of you uh, see this one, it's fine. I apologize wholeheartedly, and he turns towards you, Kale, and turns towards you, Gavayer, and Uri, and gives you like a small bow and says, I apologize for her actions. This was not our intention. You know, we came to watch just to see what was happening in town, as, but... I did not mean for this to happen. Watch if you like. This performance is for everyone. But if you interfere again... I think this is time for us to take our... I, thank you again. Very generous. And he turns and starts walking towards where Danica is, who is now sitting, like, squatting on the floor, like, crying with the two bruises standing over her. And you see him grab her by the collar of her shirt and just, like, drag her back to Eskidar. Just like, you can hear every now and again just the sharp, like, I dare you, burst us in front of hey, As they move away, Kale's just going to turn to the crowd and say, The Celestial Menagerie, everybody, go and clap them out, clap them out. And just like, try to break the ice and just... Clap. You see... Make a, a few little trick light lights and just like, boom, boom, boom. Mm. You can see them at the other side of town, Saturday night. Alira's just standing there, just completely shaken. Just kind of yeah, looking you, at you a little bit, have I, yeah? I'll, I'll go over to her. And I'll just herd her and Leandris uh, out of the area. She's, like, physically shaking next to you. Her whole body's just, like, vibrating. The lioness is leaning heavily up against her and, like, just trying to be with her. She sits down, the lion, like, licks her in the face and she kind of pushes it away a little bit and kind of just gives it a look of, like, just fear. And I think that's where we're going to leave it tonight. Oof. Yikes. Yikes.